Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On 1629 SEN Hobart, Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Welcome back to Jack and Payne. Thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate specialist. Well, Payne, we're here. Been teasing this man for a long, long time. He's got hold of him. Hard, hard, hard to track down. Um, Very elusive on the pitch, this man, Um, but also very elusive off it. And that, of course, is James Faulkner, the finisher. James, welcome to Jack and Payne. How are you, mate? No, I'm good. Thanks for having me, boys. What's uh, what's kept you away, mate? We we wanted to get you on the show last week, but we uh, we couldn't track you down. What have you been up to? Uh, I had a week in Early Beach. That sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? <laughs> nah, shocking. And then mate. a week on Hamilton Island. <laughs> yeah, I'm in lockdown, so uh, that certainly sounds like uh, a lot of things Victorians would like to be doing, mate. But uh, well, you're you're away at the moment. Um, can you? It's been the the question on on everyone's lips, and we sort of tipped the fans into it or the listeners into it early days in the in the program is that um, where are things at the Hurricanes at the moment you, you, you're obviously not on board this year which is disappointing but what's uh, what's the wash there yeah I'm obviously not on board and probably that's the best word to describe it um, it is very disappointing I wanted to be a part of the Hurricanes and and represent Tasmania like I have for my whole career and um, yeah I'm just shattered how it's all played out so, yes, Jimmy, no doubt, mate. There's some upset fans as well, Jack. I know that, but um, mate, do you want to talk us through exactly what has transpired, what what's happened with the breakdown in your contract negotiations? Um, yeah, I suppose I came back from um, the Melbourne Stars, um, where I started. Came back to the Hurricanes to to finish my career, uh, represent Tasmania, and um, signed a three-year deal on that run out. Which um, that's fine. That's their decision to let it run out. Um, and then I suppose they let it. Let it sort of sit for four or five months, and then they they brought an initial offer to to my manager, um, which I think it probably took him two or three weeks to bring it to me. It was, <laughs> Is that how scared he was? It was, or? Uh, it was yeah, I was, it was pretty embarrassing. Um, Were they his words? Yeah, he, yeah, he was embarrassed to bring it, but um, yeah, look, uh, uh, I found that pretty hard to take when I first when I first heard it on the phone. Um, I found it pretty disrespectful for. Um, what I've sort of given a Tasmanian cricket, I've put my heart and soul into it, and to um, to hear the hear the initial offer, and that's what it all comes down to. Um, yeah, it sort of cut pretty deep. Why exactly did that? Did it cut you so deep? The fact that you know, I think I think the Hurricanes have gone on record and said they wanted you to play and they wanted you to be a part of it. Was that something you think after that first offer you felt wasn't the case? Yeah, that's it. I think it's all um, okay for them to say they want me. Um, but when they offered what they did, it was pretty clear from day one. Looking at it back, looking at it now, it was very clear they didn't want me. Um, it was sort of a bit washed over. Um, they didn't really move. I went overseas. I played. Um, they just left me in the background, really. After promising me that they were going to sort it out, they actually called me in before I went to the Pakistan Super League to apologise, um, and it still never got sorted out. So, um, yeah, as I just said, it was pretty clear that clear they didn't want me. I wanted to be a part of the Hurricanes and um, represent Tasmania here at Blunston and um, play a couple more seasons. But um, disappointingly, it's it's not the case. And um, yeah, 
It's not great. Is there, was there any movement, James? So contract negotiations, and, and I've played it out, obviously, at AFL level. They always start somewhere, and then someone has a view on what they're worth, and generally it sort of <coughs> marries up in the middle somewhere unless you sort of hold out. Was there much movement, or was it sort of, here's what we've got? And then there, obviously the promise of, of, of them maybe coming back to you when you were said you are about to head away. Was there any pushback from them to maybe come up to, to a number that you felt was, uh, was worthy? Yeah, look, they, they did offer a couple of times. That was correct. They offered, I think they came out and stated that they offered two or three times, which, which they did. Um, but like I said, it was the initial offer, um, not feeling wanted. And then obviously knowing, I know what I'm worth. I've, I've signed enough contracts for different teams around the world. I wasn't, I didn't want more. I didn't, I just wanted um, what was what was fair and what I was worth, even maybe a little bit less. But um, yeah, it, it just comes back to that first offer. Um, I didn't feel respected as a player or as a person or a Tasmanian athlete. Was there um, was there any like reason that they told you that they didn't offer you, or, or let's say a substandard contract? Was there any parameters around why that that number was was so low? And and as you said, made you feel disrespected, or was it just here's the number and and sort of live with it? Yeah, there definitely was. They just used injury um, the whole time against against me, really, um, and they're still using it against me. Um, which is quite disappointing because um, throughout my career, obviously, every athlete plays with injuries, but um, probably the last one, um, last season, I had an eight-week hamstring I did at the Governor, and um, I tried to come back in three and, a half, three and a half weeks and put my body on the line to come back so we had a shot at making finals, and we, we weren't really... We were sort of in the mix at that stage, um, which I'm happy to do, and I'll, I'll always do that. Um, but for the coach to use that against me, I, I felt was wrong um, because it ended up... Um, costing obviously myself when it came to other tournaments down the track I had to go back to scratch and start the rehab again um, but yeah like, like I just said I just think it was wrong if I go back to it yeah to use that against me people don't really know the full story but that really that cut me deep when I heard that on the on the news the other night yeah, Jack I'm just going to roll through a couple of stats for you on Jimmy for the Hurricanes before I ask him another couple decent, of questions decent he's, list I would have thought He's played 25 games for the Hobart Hurricanes, taken 36 wickets at an economy of eight, which is the highest, best-ranked bowler, economy rate-wise. He strikes every 14 balls, which is the number one-ranked Hurricane bowler from a strike rate point of view. And he averages 19, which is also the number one-ranked Hurricanes bowler in those 25 games he's played. He's the eighth all-time wicket-taker in the BBL and the third overall for the Hobart Hurricanes in just 25 games. So... Unbelievable record, and, and I'm still amazed that he's been let let slip, to be honest. But um, Jimmy, it was a press conference during the week. Obviously, Griffo um, did, and in that, he this two-part question. He touched on the fact that there was talks around your contract even being extended beyond next year. So talks around a multi-year contract being tabled to you. Uh, is there truth in that? That's that's the first part of the question. And then from that, has there been other offers from BBL clubs? Um, in the last few months, yeah, well, <laughs> that's not true. Um, not we, true. We never ever spoke um, anything other than one year, um, so that's not true. Right. I don't like to call someone. Scratch that, then, words, Jack. But um, okay, yep, off the record, single year deal. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other part there? And since then, what are you? Have you had other BBL offers um, since that? You've sort of announced that you won't be signing with the Hurricanes. Um, 
I've had teams make contact, but the the issue that we have is the fact that there was an embargo period with Cricket Australia, and uh, obviously you can't speak throughout that. And because the contract negotiation went on for so long, um, teams obviously want to want to sign their lists. So um, yeah, I, I was sort of left stranded six months down the line. Um, and so, that, so other lists were full. Yeah, other, time. yeah, other lists were full. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the big thing that hurts. So I made it clear they made it clear they wanted me, but obviously they didn't want me. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, I wouldn't have wanted to play for any other franchise anyway. I, the whole reason I came, I came to the Hurricanes was to finish here and play in front of my family and friends and and play with with some of my best teammates um, that I have great memories with. Um, and for that not to happen, it's it's bloody disappointing. Yep. Uh, James, is it, obviously the Hurricanes are their own franchise and um, they, they have a really strong relationship with Cricket Tasmania because a lot of people bit part out in terms of when the when the season rolls around. The regular uh, four-day cricket and one-day cricket stops. Where, where's the relationship at with Cricket Australia as well now? Because you've been known as a T20 player now for a long time and still only 31 years of age. Is, is it as frosty now with Cricket Tasmania or is there still a... a an olive branch there that you could play the other two formats for for the team for the state. Sorry. Yeah. Look, purely I've been concentrating on white ball cricket the last probably three or four seasons. Um, obviously had a bit of a setback in 2013, which is eight years ago with Medine, and since then I've been able to manage it. But four day cricket's never been on the radar for a long time now. It's purely just the white white ball format, and um, like I said, I wanted to continue to play play white ball cricket for for the Hurricanes. Um, but now, look, I'm going to be yeah, I'll be playing overseas in in, in various other tournaments. And what, and what sort of uh, legs are we talking about there? So you say you, you you're obviously not involved in BBL due to the embargo period and haven't been able to get on a list, so that's all dried up. Uh, you've just come back from the Pakistan League and played really well over there in a in a eight game period there and and led the wicket taking. Is that where we can see the future now for for James Faulkner playing overseas and and doing the T20 circuit and other short formats of cricket? Yeah, look, unfortunately, that's where it, that's where it's got to go. There's no other way for uh, for me to continue to be playing. Um, I'll be yeah, I'll be playing in the in the Pakistan Super League again, and, and playing in the T10s in Abu Dhabi, and then hopefully Sri Lanka as well, um, and whatever else pops up. But um, hope you like the heat. It was pretty hot where I, when I was just there, so yeah, no, it's good fun. Um, yeah, you know, so back, a little bit back to Jack's question before, which you didn't quite answer. Your relationship now with Cricket Tasmania, how, how's that sitting? You, Will, you, will we see you around? Are you coming over to use the facilities like you have in the past to get have ready they for got rid of your fob or? yet? Yeah, no, he's got his fob because he's still got his fob today. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, where's where's that at? Where's the relationship at with cricket Tasmania? Um, it's, a, it's a. I've never had an issue with with cricket Tasmania or the the board, um, the players, um, the supporters. I've always yeah, I've, I've loved every part of, of being a Tasmanian cricketer. And, um, yeah, look, I've been here since I was in nappies. The old man was playing, and he was obviously chairman of selectors for Tasmania as well. But yeah, dropped me a few times, big flossy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I'm not going to beat around it. Through this negotiation with certain people, there's been a breakdown in, in the relationship, and um, I thought it was a it was a strong relationship, but um, it's pretty pretty clear where it's at. Um, and like I said, I'm just disappointed because I want to I want to represent Tasmania like I have. Yeah, since I was seven, eight. Yeah, absolutely. So, you, would you look forward in the, in the future? Can you see yourself playing for the Hurricanes again? Um, look, never say never. I love I love that's the hardest thing. I love the blokes I play with. I, I love 
walking down the streets in Hobart um, with the young fans during BBL time, stopping and saying g'day. Um, I suppose that's that's why you, you play the game when you st- well, when you start because you fall in love with it. And um, I suppose my role now is to give back to the game as well as much as I can to try and create the and inspire the next generation coming forward. But um, look, never say never. Um, what would it take? Certain things will what, need what, to change. What would it take? So what would it take for for people to leave um, for a whole culture shift for the whole joint to be cleaned out what, what would it take for you to come come back and obviously play for for the team that you're most passionate about and, and your home state's team in the in the BBL oh, look I think um, after saying that I've got no issue with the board and um, the players um, and the supporters I think you can probably read between the lines there there Jack um, I'm not yeah I, I'm not going to beat around the bush I'm going to tell the truth but I think when you watch the news and you, and you see, well, I thought one of my mates, as well as a head coach, say that the bowling group and the, and the team have performed really well without me, um, first of all, and then secondly saying we need to move on and that he didn't really care, um, that that cuts as deep. That's like sticking a knife straight, straight in my back. Um, yeah. I don't think that's, yeah, it's not called for. So James, the, the relationship with um, with Adam Griffith, the coach, certainly is nowhere near should it be. Is there is there a reason f- for that? Is there is anything I mean stands out that makes you? I mean, obviously, clearly you're hurting. Is there is there something you can point your finger to? Um, I suppose when I when he first came down as head coach, um, cricket Tasmania were battling away a little bit, and um, I actually came off a cricket Australia contract at the time. Um, and I didn't take a state contract and it got reported that I'd actually been dropped off the state contract list which I hadn't I actually didn't take one so that it could free up a list on the on the for the Tigers so that they could recruit either a younger player or a senior player to, to top up their list um, so I think for all of that I tried to help him out as much as I, much as I could for, for that to happen um, I've been as loyal as I possibly can for, for the Tigers and for the Hurricanes but um yeah, I feel like it's it's a very short memory. No, I don't know. Obviously, Jack, I'm I'm good mates with Jimmy, and I've I've discussed this with him at length um, before, and I, I've I haven't seen him as upset as as he is, and has been in the last couple of weeks. So it's uh, it's been a tough time for him, um, a rough time for for cricket Tasmania, not to have him there. But um, yeah, it's, I can tell that um, you know how how much it has hurt you, and how disappointed you are not to be involved in the in the Hurricanes. Back to where, where you're going to go to now. So obviously there's, there's some really lucrative leagues all over the world. How sustainable is it, mate? You're 31 years of age. Um, you've got a business in, in Tassie, one of the best pubs in Hobart. How sustainable is it to, to travel the world and, and, and play cricket? Have you got another two, three, four years in your... Or can you, can you see this as a long-term thing? Because at 31 years of age, and like you said, you've had knee troubles, but you've been able to manage them. You, you could play for for a longer than that period of time. So, do you see yourself on the on the tour for for how many years? And and do you do you want to do that as well? Yeah, well, I didn't want to do it. Um, I was I feel like I was for, I'm forced into doing it. I wanted to I wanted to play big bash like I, like I said, and then any other leagues around that. That was my number one priority, and that's why I've done what I've done when it comes to with my body trying to come back early and trying to maximise as much output as I can for, for the team and, and for my teammates but um, yeah look I'm just going to take it 12 months at a time and um, keep assessing it like I, like you said I'm, I'm 31 I probably people think I'm a little bit older because I started so young but um, I still think I've got two or three 
years of playing left, but I'm at the same time saying that I'm only going to I'm only going to play if I'm enjoying it and if I'm performing. I don't want to finish my career not performing well and um, having an impact um, in certain teams. Yeah, just one last one, I think, before we let you go. On the Big Bash itself, do you think that the BBL, BBL needs to do something to be more lucrative or you know pay more money, whatever it is, to make sure that we're retaining not only our best Australian players but being able to, um, to get the best overseas players available and make the Big Bash grow? Is it, a, is it a money thing? Is it the tournament's too big? What are the players saying at the moment? Or um, tournament too long, sorry? Well, I'm off contract. Am I allowed to say what I want now? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Take aim. Um, I feel the tournament's too long. I've felt like that for the last couple of couple of seasons. I think you want to you want to shorten that, definitely. Is, so it, that... is it too long because you have too big a break between games? Or can we, can we squeeze the same amount of games, 14, but just condense it? Or are you talking less games? Um, probably less games, yep. but I think you want fans, cricket fans and sports fans, to to see cricket on display and high quality cricket and want more. Yep. You don't want that dragging on when they just see it night in, night out, um, and it's flooded. Um, I think that's definitely one thing that can happen, and I think the other thing that can happen. Um, not saying that they can use this as an excuse because obviously they didn't want me, but I think the embargo period needs to needs to be straightened up a bit. Go, um, maybe two weeks either side, but you want you want to open it up you you want the best players available and you want teams sourcing players you don't want teams all of a sudden panicking and locking players in yep. um, and the same team winning over and over again you want to you want to make the competition as strong as you can so that fans fans are asking the question who do you, who do you think's favourite this year um, instead of there being two or three teams yep <clears throat> well, James, uh, we really do appreciate you coming on the radio show. We know it's tough times because clearly you're a very, very proud Tasmanian. You've got a great uh, connection to Tasmanian cr- cricket sorry, and a long history with Tasmanian cricket. And the people of Hobart, well, they're going to be poorer because we're not going to be able to see you uh, on the screens and live playing for the Hurricanes and still made it only 31. Plenty of cricket left in front of you. The one thing I'm certainly going to miss are those blue bowling shoes and the ability to take, <laughs> take poles early on for the Hurricanes but James thanks for joining mm. us on uh, Jack and Paney thanks man anytime and um, feel free to drop in the shippies when you're back in the Apple lot perfect mate well I'm looking oh, forward to hopefully getting back soon no 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 no, no, beers, <laughs> no beers for you Payne. you have to pay for everything in there Jack you have to pay for everything well this is Jack and Paney on SEN Hobart more to come up shortly